So this has been kind of interesting. I have some friends of mine that have been on the dating apps uh, and they're really, really struggling with it. And, and the thing that's interesting about it, because my friends are women and the dating apps are actually very much in favor of women. They, they give them preferential treatment. And what's been happening to them is that they'll uh, meet somebody on there and then they'll have conversation and then sometimes it'll go a little bit further and they'll get together. And then sometimes they do a little bit oversharing, if you know what I mean, and everything's going fine. And then all of a sudden they get ghosted. Right. And, and so I've had conversations with them and I talk about, our, so obviously these men are just seeing how many women they can hook up with and then as soon as they achieve their uh, mission, then they disappear and they're just unavailable. And so when we're talking about it, I just ask them, well, why do you think that you choose unavailable men? Why are you on an app, an app where most of the time you try to put together a relationship and it ends up that the person's unavailable? Are you unavailable? Is this somehow that you want your relationship? Do you want to just be like that? You just want to see who you can hook up with? And are you unavailable? Are you really serious about finding a long-term lasting relationship? Right, right. Well, when you think about it, uh, we just heard a statistic recently that there's 57 million people on Twitter. Not Twitter, Tinder. 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 <laughs> Sorry. There are so many different apps. I've been so like... confused over all the dating apps. But just think about that. 57 million people on Tinder. Tinder, yeah. So what are the odds, especially if you're just an average person? You didn't go down to the mall and have a glamour shot. I think men are getting to the point where they're so desperate, they're going to start wearing makeup for their glamour shot. So maybe they have a possibility yeah. of um, even being chosen. And then the other thing, the, the, there's a group of guys that it's like, let's get a new notch in my belt. Yeah. And that's really sad. And it's, I think it's very demoralizing. I, I just don't see it's how difficult. how these dating apps for most people, the average person that doesn't look like Brad Pitt or or whoever the flavor of the, the yeah. week is, is going to get a date. I mean, it, it yeah, just we seems have, almost soulless to me. Well, we have a really close friend of ours. He's in his 40s, he's a total hunk. He's super nice. He's a great guy, makes a lot of money. He's like, who wouldn't want him? He can't get a date. It's just insane. And then, and like Wayne was reading the stats on Tinder, and it's like one out of every 1,700 people actually have somebody who says, oh, I'd like to meet you. One in 1,700. So the, the odds of that are just so, dem it's demoralizing. And then you're like, it's all about how you look. And, and it's just a crazy thing. It, it's, it's a crazy thing. And, and like in our world, in Relationship Nation, it's really about going analog. Yeah, it's it like is. If you're old enough, you want to pull out your Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> For all your younger people, you're going to go into your contacts. Your contacts. But, you know, there's gold in there. People don't really realize that. And I think that what we want to do is get back to interacting with people where we're of like kind. And, yeah. and we can kind of go belly to belly um, and really find out about that other person. And, and 
that seems like it's become an art and a science now that um, in this swipe right society, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, crazy. It's very difficult. And what's interesting too is what, how we advise our clients is that you need to go fish in the pond where you, you want to catch that fish. And right. that's like, so let's say that you are very active physically and you go to the gym and you do marathons or whatever you do, you kayak, whatever you do, go out and do that. Go out and do it in group and then meet people. And you might not meet your soulmate in that particular group, but you could get a referral from somebody who's in that group. And that's what we're talking about. This is a referral based you know, it's almost activity. like a business. It's like a business. It's <laughs> like you've, you've got your, your database, you've got your email list, you've got all this stuff. And th go out and, and be with people who are like-minded because they're going to know people who are like-minded that you might not meet in that group. Or like with us, what happened to us is that we belong to the same church group and we were in the marketing uh, part of marketing the church. And we were just really, really good friends for like a year and a half. And then finally, after we did all the work, we discovered that we were actually a really good partnership for us. We could make a great marriage, great relationship. And, and so, so here that, we are. Yeah, here we are. Almost 30 years later, yeah. and it's um, been mostly unicorns and rainbows and a few clouds here and there. But every time we went through that, um, <laughs> because of our skill set, uh, because of therapy, all the different things that we worked on, and we probably spent over $100,000 on learning all the different skills because it became very important to us. We were willing to invest in the time, in the skill sets, and we actually created a format that uh, any person could use um, that would actually, you will probably get the same result as us. What we found out after we did that work separately, this is before we got married, is we were able to go, oh my God, you're the one. Yeah. <laughs> and even, it was, and yeah. we were standing next to each other. But yeah. until we did that work, until we slowed it down and learned um, all the different uh, skills that we would need to be able to identify someone that we could build a long-term loving relationship <laughs> through thick and thin. I mean, we've, we've gone through a lot. Um, but, but that took time. It wasn't like swipe right, swipe left. Oh, I'm going to text you. It's like, no, we need to go have a conversation, have coffee, spend time together, do activities, do yeah. activities starting with friends, groups. Yeah. And so it takes a lot of pressure off, but you're able to kind of watch that other person uh, live their life and how they react to different circumstances. And so by well, doing that, we yeah. were able to go, oh, okay, that's a person that I respect. We have shared values, yeah. shared interests. Uh, we are different, but you know, it looks like we could really make a life together and because we had developed good communication skills. And we were in proximity. I mean, what happens if you meet somebody on one of these dating apps and you live in California and they live in New York? It's like, how's that gonna work? Is somebody gonna quit their job? Or you get, I mean, we've actually known people that have gone through that. How are they going to get together? It's a huge commitment to have to leave all your friends, family, and your job your to move across the United States to be with this other person and, and make that financial, emotional, difficult commitment. commitment. For us, we're just like, you need to be in proximity. You need to be near each other because there's plenty of fish in the sea. There are lots of people that, you know, that you could have a great loving relationship with. There's not just one person on the planet that's for you. There are 
great people for you. Right. And they're probably within a two hour drive. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I recommend that, you know, you need to be within two, three hours max, yeah. uh, probably somebody, or you have the ability to get together, meet in between or do whatever. But um, trying to just do it through text, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. You got to get belly to belly. You got to get to know these people. You need to see your potential partner under stress, how they react to that. Be able to need to work through stuff. Um, if somebody ever ghosted me, I'll tell you what, I would never let them back in my life. No. They might be an associate. They might be a friend, maybe, if they earn their way. But um, the way technology works today and the way that uh, email, uh, text, all that is so superficial, it's like, why would you want to build a life with somebody that that's the basis of communication? And it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because the... the Friends, our friends that have done that, I mean, they are like heartbroken and they've already gone through hell and other relationships. They don't need to be heartbroken because of this technology. It's like there are so much better ways of meeting somebody who's going to be really a great partner for you. You can get referrals from your friends because your friends know you. Right. And they'll go, oh, God, I met this guy, and I think he might be somebody you might be interested in. Would you like to go get some coffee or maybe have a drink or go to dinner together, all of us? And that's what we've done for a couple of our friends, and it's actually worked out really, really well for them. Right, So right. I, and i got to tell a story. <laughs> okay. So years ago, uh, when I was a contractor, I had a painter that worked for me, and uh, he just went through a divorce, and... It was like a year, two years later, and he's out with his buddy, and they're sitting at the bar, and <laughs> these two young gals come into the area, and um, my friend goes, hey, I'm really attracted to that one, and his buddy goes, yeah, and I'm attracted to the other, and then they kind of were talking, they go, you know what, we have really poor taste. <laughs> we don't know Let's be a little counterintuitive. Our I'm going to go after the other one yeah. and you go after the other one. See how that works out as an experiment. It ended up that one of them got married and they had an incredible relationship because it was counterintuitive. Yeah. They just didn't, you know, just like, ah, oh, this oh, is, a, I'm one. so attracted to this other person. They actually got to know this other person at a deeper level and made a long-term connection and then eventually got married and was they had a successful successful relationship. So, you know, it's just kind of funny how it works. You just need to have your options open a little bit more. Yeah. It's great to have standards, but you just don't want it to be like, oh my God, it has to be this. Yeah. And that was the way for us. I mean, we yeah. have an age difference. <laughs> Freddie's seven years older than I am and um, it's been great. I like mature women, <laughs> but there's a lot of things that come come with that. So, you, you know, just, you know, be open a little bit more. Yeah. But have your definite values and standards and interests, lifestyle. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot to profiling, but, and, and we go through that in our master classes and yeah. stuff, but anyway. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Um, I know that's a lot to take in, and it's um, a, a, it's actually a pretty big subject. It but, is, yeah. But um, yeah, start working with your friends. Start asking for referrals. Get Network. referrals. Yeah. Get out there. We believe in you. Go out there and find your mate.